The whole mess with Manny and Beulah is your fault anyway. I've asked you over and over in the last two years to buy the girl so she and Manny could get married. If you'd only go ahead and do that, the boy would never consider running off and you know it. Justin, you're not listening to me. I mean what I say. I want the boy whipped and I want him whipped publicly. John wants the same thing. Those blacks only learn by example. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They need to see you enforce discipline or you'll soon have trouble on your hands. You know that without me telling you. No, father. I told you over and over I won't do it. You have to obey me. I'm your father. Randolph Tolliver's deep voice boomed as he stalked up and down the veranda, slapping a riding crop against his right thigh. I own this place and everything on it, and even if you are running things, what I say still goes. By George, boy, you obey me or I'll know the reason why. Yes, father. Justin's voice held a bitter edge. He stepped away from Randolph Tolliver, his arms folded across his chest. You make it plain to all who'll listen that you're the one who owns Magnolia and everything on it. But you'll never understand this. You don't own everyone that lives on it. John's as much your slave as any black boy in the quarters. He jumps when he hears your voice, but not me. You don't own me, and you know it. I've told you before, I'm 21 years old and I'm my own man, not one of your servants. All your vaunted power can't tell me how to live, and I don't order people whipped. I've warned you, I will not. I cannot do everything the way you and John want it done. You only want me here as a lackey for John anyway. It's been that way ever since you decided he could win a seat in the United States Senate. You and John both know he can't run this plantation and run a campaign as well, so as far as I'm concerned, what he wants doesn't count for spit. For heaven's sakes, Father, you know as well as I do, John's too everlasting busy with his political career and acting as God's gift to South Carolina to work up a sweat on this plantation. Father, please listen to me. Go ahead and give John the lion's share of Magnolia if you think he deserves it. Or better yet, give me my portion and by golly, get out of my way and let me run it as I see fit. But don't tell me I can be forced to stay here and be responsible for the whole plantation while you demand I run it exactly as you and John think it should be run. You will do as I say or I'll cut you off without a penny, boy. Justin's mouth twisted in derision as he looked into his father's eyes. He straightened and moved closer his voice bitter. I expected you to say that. Your eternal threat of the almighty dollar. Do you think I care? Justin lowered his voice and spoke softly in an attempt to cool his father's ranting. Do you understand me, father? I understand you're a rebellious fool. You heard my final word. The old man's voice was still husky with anger. Then this is goodbye. I'm leaving, Father. I warned you what I would do the last time you tried something like this. Save your precious pennies. You'll need them with John running this plantation. Justin stepped between the tall white columns lining the outer edge of the veranda and strode across the lawn toward the stables. He half expected to hear his father's voice call him back. He won't be apologizing. The great Randolph Hale Tolliver never apologizes. 
but he'll call my name in his wheedling tones, the same tones that always follow our arguments for as long as I can remember. The only sound coming from Randolph Tolliver was heavy, strained breathing. Oh, Lord, he's so worked up now he may suffer a stroke of apoplexy. If that should happen, I'll be stuck here for sure. Pausing in the shade of the live oaks, Justin turned to look back at his father. Randolph Tolliver hadn't moved. His head held high, his dark eyes gave no hint of appeasement. Instead, a suspiciously calm voice called a last insult. Stay away from those horses, boy. They all belong to me. If you leave Magnolia, you'll leave walking like a field hand. Justin turned fully around to face the old man. He managed to keep his voice steady, although he felt his entire body tremble with fury. Forget it, old man. I'm taking my horse and gear from the tack room. Anybody who tries to stop me won't live.